Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. Liftoff! All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Take It to the Tips podcast. I am your host, Matt, along with my buddy, Jeff. What's going on, dude? What's going on, pal? It's been a while. Oh, it has been quite a while. Um, so yeah, we're finally back. Uh, I think the last time we had a show was August. Um, Preseason gonna... football. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we all know where that went, so we'll get into that shortly. Um, but yeah, we're gonna. this episode is going to be mostly just giving everybody an update on where we're at uh, individually uh, and as a podcast in general, where we're going to be going this upcoming season. Um, before we dive into that, you know, we got to get into the socials. I updated things a little bit finally. Uh, so now I'm just at Doc Morag's golf everywhere. Uh, I made it nice and simple. I'm not really doing TikTok anymore. Uh, I only had a couple of videos there, so I'm not doing that anymore, which is good. Uh, but yeah, Doc Morag's golf everywhere, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, the main ones, like I said, TikTok, no more. Uh, and then now, uh, I think I went over this prior to us concluding, but I'm at Novacare Rehab in Dallas, Pennsylvania. We do like free consults, online stuff as well. Website will be coming at some point. Um, that's where I'm at. Jeff, where can the people find you? I am on Twitter at Jeff Kurtz, DPT. Uh, you can find me um, at Kinetic Physical Therapy in Phoenixville. I am full-time there now. So uh, we have a clinic inside of the YMCA. So I treat there for um, full-time. Uh, it's been really fun so far. Really enjoyed it. I, I know you and I are kind of in a similar situation where we're both in like a gym setting, mm-hmm. um, which is really fun because it's like a PT's playground. I have every piece of equipment I could possibly want there. So um, otherwise you can find me there and I'm probably on the TPI website as well. Yes, exactly. So now that uh, I'm going to get into this shortly, but I am TPI certified now. Uh, so if you, anybody that's listening, you do need a TPI pro, whether, whether it be a medical professional, golf professional, uh, if you need something for your kids, anything like that, uh, you could go on to mytpi.com slash experts and find any of the experts in your area. Uh, Jeff and I will show up as medical experts, but then, like I said, there's all the other ones uh, as well. So you could dive onto that website and we'll go from there. So let's get right into the show. So where have we been since August? Um, well, there's not a lot going on in golf. We had kind of planned on doing the uh, little fantasy football, maybe, but that did not happen. There's way too many changing parts in fantasy. Like, and I did it for almost like two years before, like we did our podcast. Uh, I was writing like weekly injury articles. I was doing a podcast. So, like, and that was BC. That was BC, correct? before COVID that you were doing all that? That was BC. That was BC. Yes. Cause and you'd I, have to do like an hourly podcast just to catch up with, Oh, this guy's on the COVID list. This guy's out. Um, just, I mean, being a fantasy football player this year, it was hectic. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I did it the prior two years and I have no idea why I think we were just like real pumped for some fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought I was going to be able to do it again. Cause it's way too much work. Um, yeah. So we didn't do that. We just, took the rest of the uh, golf season off that basically everything was over. I think we finished like right after uh, don't know the last major championship, I would assume. Um, but now we're back now golf from here on out and we're ready to rock. Right. Exactly. 
Um, so we still played fantasy football. You and I both lost this time. Um, yeah, it wasn't great. Nothing really right home about, unfortunately. No, no playoffs. No, no. <laughs> no, nothing important happened this year, so we no, won't talk no. about it. Yeah, exactly. Except your birds are going to the playoffs. They're, they're your birds too, man. Yeah. I said, right. oh, did I say your birds? He said my birds. Oh, our birds. Our birds are going to Unless they lose, then they're your birds. Yes, exactly. We're going to get into that at the end. I do want to talk about the Eagles a little bit. Um, yeah. But so now golf, well, for the most part, it's going to be golf from here on out. Uh, the PGA Tour, we planned on doing this last week uh, when they kicked off in Kapalua in Hawaii, but I ended up getting COVID. I had two bad nights or two bad days of COVID, but now I'm back to 100% pretty much. If you hear a little congestion, that's all I got left going on there. But now I'm 100%. PJ Tours kicked off. They're still in Hawaii for a second week at the Sony Open, and it's all golf from here on out. Yeah, Hawaii's not a bad place to be this time of year. I think it's – I saw it was six degrees up in Dallas, PA. It was 19 here in Phoenixville, in balmy Phoenixville. Oh um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for golf season. Unfortunately for – Pennsylvania golf season kind of just ended. I mean, you really could have played through December if yep. you wanted to, but yeah. um, now we probably got about three months of not being able to golf. Yeah, it's it's tough. And like I was thinking about it, I did like some of my own research. It's so the shortest day was like in the middle of February or the twenty first, whenever the winter solstice is. Yeah, and I looked up when the coldest day typically is. It is January eighteenth on average is the coldest day in Pennsylvania. Uh, so we're getting there. We're almost mm-hmm. to the coldest point of the season. It's really, it's really a bad time right now. It's really, really bad. It's really cold. Uh, yeah. We're also to the point where like there's snow out there too, and it's just not going to melt. It's going to sit there. And it sucks. It uh, it really sucks. Thankfully, my I did join a country club, and they have a simulator that they just bought, so I'm going to be able to hop on that for a little bit. Cool. Yeah, that's a good alternative. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we're all playing less and less in the winter, but I would imagine that, you know, injury rates just coming from a PT perspective, but injury rates are probably a little bit higher in terms of winter, not because you're golfing more, but because the ground is a little bit harder. You got to change things up in terms of your swing. Um, you know, you have a higher risk of having that golfer's elbow, tennis elbow that we talked about in the past. So the only good thing is that you have lower rates of play. So you keep that risk of injury down, but um, you know, even when it does, you know, the snow melts, the ground is still pretty hard and it's not a good time to golf. Yes, absolutely. Um, so like I said, this podcast, we're going to give you a little update on where we are individually and as a podcast going forward. So I'll start out giving a little bit of my news, what's been going on. So I finally, finally, after all of last year, talking about the getting the TPI certification, Jeff being the lonely uh, TPI certified guy on the show. I finally ended up getting it towards the end of 2021. I think I got the level one certification in the beginning of June. I finished, not June, geez. In the beginning of November, I finished that off. And then I think middle of December, I finished the level two certification. So I finally got it. Um, And we're definitely going to do another full show on the TPI and truly kind of dive into what we can do for you now that I know. So Jeff doesn't just have to carry the entire thing on his back. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Got the TPI. So, Go ahead. So what do you what do you think about the uh let's start with the T the the first class? What do you think of that one? Uh, it was great. I mean, it's you don't really think as a physical therapist, you 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 know they never know everything. Um, but 
you're like, all right, well, I don't really need this to be able to work with golfers. Um, but until kind of Dr. Dr. Roche shows you all the stuff and all the swing mechanics and all the potential different swing faults, um, it's definitely very eye-opening. Um, even knowing a decent amount about the golf swing, I definitely didn't know everything going into it. And I learned how much I truly did not know after that TPI, uh, going through that initial screening, learning the big 12 swing characteristics. Um, they had a whole case study on John Rahm. Um, so just watching them go through all of that, it's a lot of information. I'm glad I do have it because I think it's a ton of knowledge that normal golf professionals, uh, if they're not TPI certified or just players in general that you're going to work with is, is stuff that they're not going to be able to find elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And did you get to do yours in person or was that an online course? No, it, was usually... a, it was a webinar. Okay. Of... Cause traditionally it's been in person and yeah. I really like that. Cause you get to do the TPI screening on other people. Um, so yeah, it's a shame that you missed out on that, but uh, yeah, that's sure. what I heard. Uh, the one guy that runs in my company, we have a monthly like nationwide golf uh, meeting. And he says that's his like first recommendation that webinar is great, but definitely do an in-person one. And what's great mm-hmm. is that now we could having the first one out of the way, you could sign up and attend any of any other level ones, uh, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So did you personally run through the screen on yourself and see how bad your body is for golf? Uh, I already knew how bad it was. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not too bad. Uh, the rotational stuff, like my thoracic spine mobility isn't as bad as I thought it was. Uh, I think it's just all shoulders. Um, mm-hmm. but, and through doing a lot of the tests, I learned it's like, all right, well, it's not as much T-spine as it is just shoulder garbage. Uh, it's just, mm-hmm. there's no other way to, to say it is that my shoulders are straight garbage. Uh, so that's going to be working on. Um, but yeah, it was definitely eye-opening. Also, my lats are a problem. Um, but yeah, could have, could have been worse. Yeah. Now that I'm working in a gym environment, um, you know, again, so I'm right in the middle of the, in the gym. So when I stand there, treat people, I can look across and see people on the ellipticals. I can see people deadlifting and, and squatting. So that's how in the gym I am. So I work with a lot of members. I think right now, two thirds of my patients are YMCA members and lat tightness and shortness is one of the first impairments that I always see on a lot of the heavier lifters. So it, it always reminds me that, you know, the mats are out there. Yes, I am. I am out there. A lot of me out there. Um, but yeah, so in addition to the TPI stuff for me, I got married in October. Jeff was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an important time, you know, marriage, big deal. Uh, got a house, got married, no kids yet, but Jeff knows about that. I do have two cats. So there's that. Um, and yeah, really it's just, I talked about this towards the end of season one. I got the new job. I'm able to do what I really wanted to do, especially in relation to golf. Uh, it's the off season, like we talked about here in the Northeast. So it's really, this is the time that you want to get your body's golf ready. Uh, we talked about during the season, isn't the time to do it. And we, we said, we're going to get into it over the winter time and the off season that this is the time to get your body optimized and ready to play and ready to take on that whole brunt of all the swinging that you're going to be doing in the spring. Um, now's the time to do it. And I'm looking forward to talking about that in the future. Mm -hmm. And now you're at a, an entirely new clinic, correct? Like this is a new clinic that Novacare just kind of opened. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's a brand new place. Um, we're technically separate from the gym, but like we're, we have an adjacent 
adjoining door. Mm -hmm. uh, so I can walk right out into the gym, use anything I need to. It's, it's perfect. Are, are you the only therapist there that's currently treating me and my front office? Hmm. Desk. How's the, how's the transition to outpatient been for you then? Since you uh, were doing it's been health. great because I, that's what I want to do. And home health sucks. Uh -huh. Yeah. Now, how Absolutely. long have you guys been open? Five months now. Yeah. All right. You guys getting up to speed? Ah, uh, for the most part, uh, mm -hmm. we're getting like seven, eight people a day. Um, okay. Want to get it closer to ten and more, but we're getting there. And now nice. I got direct access finally. Um, I'm sure you've had that for a couple of months before I did, and that's yeah. also helpful. Yeah, that's a game changer. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, in Pennsylvania, everybody, every state has some form of direct access. That means we can see patients without a physician's prescription. Um, in Pennsylvania, ours is that we can see people for up to 30 days until we need a physician's prescription. Um, so it's really a game changer, especially in a gym setting, because I get people walking up to me all the time just asking to start PT for some aches and pains that they've been having. So it's really been helpful to have that. I'm sure you're experiencing that as well. Oh yeah. It's, uh, super helpful. Cause you don't have to like when people call, it's like, Oh, like, do I need a doctor's script? It's like, Oh yeah. You gotta have to go through this whole process. Mm -hmm. Now it's so much easier, but like, yeah, nope. Just come right on in, uh, get your insurance squared away and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Very much so. And the last thing going on with me just really wanted to, with my whole, I guess, look out on, physical therapy and not just golf, but physical therapy as a whole. Uh, I really want to work on like more than just being known as like the rehab people and that you're only going there because, uh, like I tore my rotator cuff or, uh, my hip hurts. So I guess I'll go to physical therapy because my doctor mm -hmm. said I should more having us be looked at as like, I want to go to my physical therapist, just like I would go to my primary care doctor, like every year to, make sure my physiological health is all ready to go, making sure that my muscles and joints and everything is working the same way that you would get your regular checkup with your primary care physician, um, being looked more at as not just rehab, but also performance and prevention. Um, so even almost cutting out the rehab part, granted, people are always going to get hurt, but uh, don't want to be looked at just for rehab because you have to. Yeah. Uh, I was actually having a very similar conversation with one of my patients the other day. He's a very active individual. He actually spends 12 hours of his day at the YMCA. He gets up and goes and plays bridge. Then he'll play pickleball. Then he'll work out. Then he'll come see me. Then he'll go work out. So he literally spells, spends 12 hours a day there. Wait and we were talking about, um, you know, he said, you know, why did this all happen? You know, I'm sure I've had a lot of these range of motion issues in the past, but why am I now just experiencing pain? So I had to explain to him, like your body does a really good job of compensating for so long. And, and, um, you know, he's probably been doing things while he plays pickleball. He wasn't aware of just to get through his activity because our, our number one goal is just to get the job done and your body doesn't really care how it does it. So eventually that long-term compensation can start to lead to tissue damage and pain. Um, so he and I both talked about how it's important to get a musculoskeletal checkup once a year, just so we can look at his impairments, you know, in the TPI two, we also learn the FMS 
or the SFMA, which is a more of like a functional movement assessment. So even if nobody's having pain, we can look at their bodies and say, you know, your thoracic spine doesn't move as well as it should. Your, your hips don't have the strength it should. Um, and, and it's a functional screening. So, you know, you and I are both kind of trained now to be able to do those for people. So I think as a profession, we should be talking to people about go get your musculoskeletal wellness checkup, just like you would for your primary care physician to check your ears, nose, and throat, all that stuff. Um, and it sounds like that's, that's kind of the direction you want to go to. Yeah, absolutely. And like we were saying before, like direct, the direct access just helps so much more. Now you can do screens on people um, and then get them kind of right into the clinic versus like, if you do these community outreach things, and then you have to wait on a doctor script that may or may not come. Um, it's just, a more easy kind of A to B versus and kind of eliminating that middleman. Uh, mm-hmm. So everybody can get the care that they need. Yeah. The only unfortunate thing is that Medicare does not do direct access. Correct. And I'm finding that a lot of physicians, when I reach out to them looking for a prescription, they say, well, I need to see this patient first. And I really think it's just so that they can collect their copay because yeah. within five minutes, they have a script written, yep. but um, yeah. So it, it, eliminates the risk of losing a patient because they have to go through a rigmarole of coming to see you, which is really nice. Yep. Yeah. So that's me. That's what's been going on the past I don't know, mm-hmm. four or five months. How about you, pal? Where you been? What you been doing? Uh, I have not touched a golf club except maybe to move it in my garage uh, <laughs> since we last talked. So that is the life of a father, I guess. Um, it's been really be fun. Me. Yep. Yeah. So uh, my son's walking. It's been, he's 10 months now. He's been walking at nine and a half months and usually kids walk at 12 to 15 months. So uh, he's the child of a PT, I always say. Um, But he's, yeah, he's crazy and I love it. Uh, Aside from that, I transitioned into, like I said, full-time at the Phoenixville YMCA, which means I am officially now the clinic director there. Uh, That just means it's a lot more marketing, a lot more, uh, face-to-face time with physicians, um, and referral sources, which I like to, to do. That's what I want to get into a little bit more of. Um, I think we're going to be looking at hiring somebody for the Phoenixville Y probably when, uh, new grads are graduating in May, June, and I might be a little bit biased and then maybe looking at Temple students. So hopefully we get somebody from Temple coming on, you know, that, that June, that June-ish, June, July. Good stuff. Yeah. You like uh, all that marketing stuff? I've had to do a lot of that as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you really learn how to work smarter, not harder. Um, and you'll, I mean, it's, it's a transition. You know, oh, yeah. you want to, you want to do everything in the beginning. You really want to work your, your butt off to try to get patients in the door, but um, you know, you want to use your resources to make them work for you. Like I'm finding the power of the search engine optimization, SEO. So Google, uh, you know, every time I look for a restaurant in a new area, I just Google it and I pick the highest rated place. So I work a lot on trying to get the Google reviews up. Um, And I think the best marketers are your patients. You know, they'll go out and find you new patients if you do a good job with them. So just making sure that the clinic experiences everything that they want it to be. Um, you know, you talked about making PT fun for people or, or a PT, a place that people want to go to, you know, I think that's a really important thing, especially in a YMCA or a gym setting, because the, the 
the great part about that is that it's a place that people are already going to, you know, they say, you know, I might as well get PT there. I'm already going to be there. And that's kind of the direction that PT is moving into is, is opening up clinics where people already are, whether it's a CrossFit gym or a regular gym, or uh, a lot of PT clinics are opening up in large businesses um, where other healthcare settings are also opening up in, in large businesses. So I think we're seeing PT kind of transitioning into that. It's like a convenience thing. Um, our CEO always talks about what Amazon did and what Amazon did was made getting products easier. That's all they really did. They didn't, you know, sell anything new. So if we can make PT more accessible, it's, it's just going to make the whole profession more attractive. Um, so, you know, I, I find that it's important to make PT a place that, that people just want to come to and make yeah. it easy for them. hundred percent. Yeah. I think just what you're saying there, having it be a fun place that you don't, they're not just coming in. You're not talking. They're not talking. Um, just laying down, doing manuals, doing exercises in basic silence with whatever music being played in the background. Uh, it should be fun. It should be a lot of chatter. It should be a little back and forth, almost a little bit of kind of jaw back and forth, a little lighthearted fun, especially with like any of the athletes that you're getting uh, just to boost them up. I think it's it should be a fun place. And whether we're treating you for, if you're a golfer, whether you're anybody else coming in, it's should be a fun place and um, should be a place that you want to go and you're comfortable and having fun getting better versus, like I said before, it's something that you feel you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. The clinic I used to work at was just your typical brick and, brick and mortar outpatient clinic. And people like walk in there and they just don't want to be there. There was nothing wrong with the clinic, but um, it's almost like those people had to go to PT and the people that I'm treating now get to go to PT. And it's yeah. very strange for me because yeah. it's fun, but these people genuinely look forward to it. And then the other place I was at, and again, it was still kinetic and we still did a very good job. We had, we actually had TVs set up at the Collegeville location, the Phoenixville location. I don't have any TVs, but yeah. people genuinely look forward to going. It's very yeah. strange. And every year, every holiday season, I'm always surprised at how many cookies and gifts and chocolate and gift cards I get from people. Is it just yeah. me? Or no, would you, like, would you ever, would you ever give your PT a $50 gift card for Amazon? <laughs> no, I would not, but no, I, I, it happens all the time. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, it's very interesting. Just if you make a place somewhere where somebody wants to be that they'll, they'll treat you better, you know, treat you better right back. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's, that's what we want to do for you. And that's what we're going to be. We're going to make this podcast. We're going to make our clinics fun places for you guys to come in, um, get treated, whether, like I said, whether you're a golfer or not, um, but we want to optimize your body performance, cut down on rehab if we have to, and make sure that your body's functioning as well as possible. Um, so you can do all the stuff that you want to do, whether you're in the gym, you're doing Jeff's 12 hour a day guy. He's all over the place. So we can do all of these things he needs to do in the gym all day. And who knows, maybe go play 18 afterwards. I don't know where this guy has all the time, but that's what we want to do for you. Yep. Yeah. So now we're going to transition into a, a new segment that Matt came up called not doc talk. Yes. It's basically you and I, you know, take our polos off and just talk about whatever is on our minds. So yeah. what, what do you have today? Yeah. So I figured, Hey, like 
we're going to be especially going forward. This is a little bit of a lighter podcast, but going forward, we're going to be talking about injuries. Could get a little heavy, uh, not like super heavy, but borderline boring. Um, <laughs> we're going to make sure it's not too. Boring. We want to get into other stuff. Um, so not doc talk this week for me at least. I want to talk about the Eagles. Do you believe in Jalen Hurts? What do you think, yay or nay, as the future? Granted, we're in the playoffs now, which is nice. Um, but I don't expect us to get out of the wild card round. Um, what do you think about Jalen? As an Eagles fan, it really depends on the week. And if you follow Matt on social media, you'll feel that same sentiment because one week he likes Jalen Hurts, the next he hates him. He's got ripped in half. I'll go into that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you know, we have three draft picks coming into the next season. I do not like the idea of trading for a Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, somebody else that's out there. I just don't think that's the way to go. I don't think we have the supporting cast to be a Super Bowl contender. So for me, it doesn't feel right to trade assets for an older guy that we're not ready for. Um, So in that standpoint, I say, I guess we ride out Jalen Hurts another year. Um, Maybe the QB factory drafts another quarterback, although I don't really like the talent that's coming in this season either. Um, so for me, I guess you ride with them because there aren't any other better options. Yeah. I think that's basically my thoughts as well. Um, I had a lot of up and down moments with Jalen this year. Uh, and the end of the season has been almost all up. Uh, I even said I might've been wrong at least going into next year. Uh, I think he's definitely the answer. I don't see any generational talent that you're going to give up all three of your first round draft picks to jump up in the draft to get. Um, so I think Jalen is definitely the answer in 2022. He's got a shot at the full future. Uh, I think he's a lot more to prove. Was I a little hard on him in the beginning of the season to middle of the season? Maybe, maybe a little bit. It was um, that Giants game. I it think. was the Giants game. And I had maybe a little bit too much to drink. Um, I was at the Giants game. I was in enemy territory and it was just a bad, bad, bad game. Um, but I, I acknowledge I might've been a little harsh that day but hey you know that's what you got to do i i do like what i've seen this last like quarter of the season it's been very optimistic i would say yeah from from an nfl standpoint i don't really like the gadget quarterbacks i don't you know i don't know that lamar jackson will ever win a super bowl i just you got to be able to throw the ball first and foremost and i don't know that he has that but I don't know that he doesn't have it. He's just a consistency is an issue right now, but he's a young quarterback. Maybe he'll figure it out. And if he doesn't, you know, we'll have draft picks next year, assuming how he doesn't trade them all. Yeah. On the bright side, uh, Carson Wentz just, (laughs) Oh man, he just (laughs) fell apart against the Jaguars with a playoff spot on the line. So you, you know, you just love to see it. You'll love to see Carson Wentz falling apart. He wanted out, he got out and he blew it. Um, so suck it. I wasn't actively rooting against the guy, it, despite all the stuff he was doing. I, I, you know, I I'm not a Howie fan, so I kind of sided against Howie. Uh, so I wasn't actively rooting against him, aside from the fact that I just wanted to get that first round draft pick from the Colts. But I don't mind seeing him lose. Me neither. It was good. I just I I don't like the two teams that ended up in the AFC wild card. 
I just don't think they were the best teams, the Steelers and the Raiders. I agree. The Raiders and Chargers should have tied, so they both would have won yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, that was messed up. Yeah. I mean, I understand you don't do and that. The thing but... is, the Raiders would have had – I mean, I grant I'm – sure, I don't know if – I'm sure somebody was in – I don't even know their coach anymore because John Gruden's gone. Something <laughs> else. Um, I'm sure somebody was in the coach's ear like, hey, this is the situation. If we win, here's what's going to happen. If we tie, this is what's going to happen. If they tied, they would have had – would have been the same exact position, but they would have had a better draft pick in 2022. So, yeah, but that looks super suspect, 100%. But I mean, the Eagles did it last year, so mm-hmm. they literally tanked the game. Those coaches picks. were those those coaches were aware of it, I'm sure. I'm sure, but but yeah, yeah. Anything else you got on uh, Eagles or anything else? I have one more thing after this. And no, take it away. Um. So your goals for golf this year, whether it be physical therapy related or your own golf game related, I'm sure you'd like to play more. Uh, yeah. 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 I'd like to play more. Um, <laughs> I actually am getting rid of my country club membership because I, again, I haven't utilized it since July. So uh, I'm getting rid of that, which means now all the golfing I'm going to be doing is going to come at different courses, which I'm kind of excited about. You know, not that I didn't like the other course, but it was the same thing every time. Um, It wasn't my favorite layout because it was tighter. It it didn't really matter if you could hit the ball far. It was, you know, it was different. So, yeah, I'd like to play more um, professionally. I think I'm going to focus more professionally because uh, with all of the clinic directoring I've been doing, the, you know, high volume that I've been seeing, I have another student now. I have another student coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, so I've been doing a lot of kind of the mentorship teaching stuff. Uh, I haven't been able to focus much on the kinetic golf performance program. Um, so, so, you know, as I hire somebody and I get a little bit more time for marketing and for golf, I, I really want to focus on getting more golfers in the door. One of the things I'm going to be trying to do is run a, uh, an exercise class, which the YMCA's do, you know, they do their Zumba, they do their body pump, their Les Mills stuff. So I'd like to start an exercise class that's geared towards golfers. I want to start one that's geared towards, um, you know, workers, people that sit at a desk all day. And, and it's more of like a mobility, stretching out the hip flexors, stretching out the upper back. I want to try to work on exercise classes for those specific people to try to drive, drive the golfers into the, into the door. I like that. I'm How about you? To, I have to pick your brain a little bit on that exercise class thing. Um, yep. But so me, definitely professionally, um, just get more people in the door that are golfers. Uh, I had my first, I was telling you this the other day, I had my first uh, initial eval with a golf pro, but he ended up, well, I ended up getting COVID, so I canceled that. Uh, so just getting more golfers in the door. Um, I've been in contact with a lot of the clubs, and I have a meeting with one of the professionals in the area next week as well. So just building that program up from the ground because um, I'm still establishing a whole foothold with my clinic as well because that's brand new. So just getting that up and going. Uh, and then myself as a golfer, this year I really – these are basically all the same goals I had last year and they just didn't get done. Um, so want to break double digit handicap. Uh, so I get single digits, which I didn't do last year. I actually went up a little bit, had a tough summer. Um, and then I want to break 80 and then all of this happens if I improve my short game, which is 
my problem. Like 50 yards in, and I'm a piece of crap. But, so uh, what do we what do we do to achieve that goal specifically? The uh, short game goal. Yeah. More practice, man. Just a lot more practice. You can do, you can do better than that. We got to make the smart goals, didn't we? Learn that. In oh PT yeah, school? you know smart goals. So. <laughs> Oh, is it specific, measurable? Well, specific is within 50 yards. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that's measurable, I guess. <laughs> See, it's hard. Think about I'm, it. Check, check back in next, next yeah, show. Well, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll have uh, numbers and data for you if, if you yeah. like. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. I want to be better at golf myself. Mm. So that's about it. Anything else you got? I don't think so. It's good to get back on the pod. Yes, sir. Um, you know, we'll dust or you know, I guess dust the rust off. What, what's the saying? Dust the rust off. <laughs> uh, Brush the dirt off? <laughs> shake the off. rust off? Shake, shake rust the off. rust off. That's good. Good. Yeah, perfect. Good. Perfect there we go. Exactly. We will shake the rust off for next, mm-hmm. uh, next yeah. podcast. Exactly. Um, what are we talking about next podcast? I think next week, or not next week, but next podcast, we're going to go into, like I was talking about in the beginning, now that I have my TPI certification, I want to bring that all back and really discuss again. I know you probably talked about it quite a bit last year and throughout the season, but just having us, both of us now having it, I think it'd be good to um, bring that discussion back up, rehash that a little bit and uh, let everybody know and remind everybody once again, why TPI and what we can do is so helpful for you and why you can't really get this information anywhere else. Yeah, I'd like to go in next time and talk to you about things that you were surprised by, things we already knew, things that you've already started using in your day-to-day practice um, and see how that's changed you as a PT because I know that it changed. It's still, you know, I still use it every day to think about how to look at non-golfers as more than just sagittal moving forward, moving side to side and more rotationally. So I think next time we'll be able to talk about some of those concepts and give people an idea of what the TPI um, philosophy is kind of about. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it for this week's show. Uh, Make sure you join in, subscribe as we kind of help you optimize your body and improve your game uh, over this off season, going into the whole regular season for golf as well. Once we get out of this dead zone of winter that we're in right now in the Northeast, um, but like I said, make sure you subscribe um, to the podcast, to the socials. Again, I'm at Doc Mrags Golf everywhere now, uh, and you can find me as a physical therapist at Novacare Rehab in Dallas, Pennsylvania. Um, we'll have more details about that going forward. And then Jeff, where are you at? I am at Jeff Kurtz DPT on Twitter. Um, you can find me at Kinetic Physical Therapy in Phoenixville. You can always reach out to me. Um, you know, I'm happy to do educational seminars, uh, free screenings, anything really. All right. Well, that is it. We will see you guys next show. Peace. Ignition right, sequence start. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. Yeah. Liftoff.